0: Co-worker of yours. Allie Hartwick here on Comedy 1031.
1: Yes. Hello.
0: Hello. That's John Lovitz that we're talking to this morning. John, Hello. welcome to Comedy 1031. Thank you. And welcome to Denver. You got here yesterday afternoon.
1: Correct down.
0: So, John Lovitz, we all know you from the many movies you were in, your work on SNL, and you're one of those comedians that kind of transitioned almost backwards in that you started with acting and then went into <laughs> stand-up comedy. Yeah. And so what what prompted that that move?
1: Well, I was 46 and the movie roles were drying up. So I just said, you know what? I've always wanted to be a stand-up and I, I never had the uh, courage to start because I would get up on stage and my heart would be pounding in my chest. And uh, I used to do uh, Woody Allen and Lenny Bruce's uh, comedy routines at, at my uh, college dorm. We had a, what was it, like a talent night. Anyone could do anything, so that's what I did. And... um so then I, I went to UC Irvine, so then I thought well i'll I'll be a stand-up so after I graduated, I took this workshop for stand-ups. Well, the guy teaching it said they weren't hiring stand-ups for sitcoms. <coughs> Unfortunately, I believed him the, the, because of course they were they just weren't hiring him, but so I thought, well, I'll skip that step and I'll just do acting so but so it was something I always wanted to do, and so I, and then I got on Saturday night live and then and Dennis Miller said, "Hey, you could be a stand- up, and I didn't know him, but we became friends, and then he was saying, "You could be a stand-up. I go really he goes, "Yeah, he goes you wouldn't do what I do, but there's this comic Kevin Meany. he's very funny, and very silly, and he goes what well, he goes, "I'll take you to the club and you'll see him." So we went, and Kevin was hilarious, and Kevin also sadly passed away recently, but he was hilarious, so so I went time I went another time with Dennis. And he got up, and then they gave him 25 bucks for uh paid after a set. And then he goes, All right, let's go get dinner. And we were dead broke, so I thought that was the coolest thing I ever saw. I go, Wait a minute, you just got up on stage for 15 minutes, and now you have money for dinner. I couldn't believe it. And so I got up the n- next time, and the crowd was like, Yay, John Lovitz! And then because I, you know, was known then from Saturday Night Live, and then uh. I didn't know what I was doing. And then five minutes later, like, John Lovitz, and I was like, you know, the sound of one hand clapping. And I realized, you really got to know what you're doing. You can't just get up and assume they're going to laugh. And um, so anyway, and I would do it over the years, and Bud Freeman on the improv, I did something in Aspen once. He goes, you're a stand-up, you know. And <clears throat> but I just didn't have the guts to do it. So finally, I, when my manager and agent said that, I thought, well, I don't want to, I go, I'm going to be broke staying with these guys so I thought I'm I'm learning how to, I, got, I was so mad that they said that that I thought I'm going to learn how to be a stand up and then and then um, fire both of them and that's what I did so I started at the Laugh Factory but it was really like starting over and it, it was hard and I went once a week for about three months which is nothing and then I just stopped I go this is just too nerve wracking and then the next year I thought if I'm going to do this I got to do it so Jamie Masada owns the Laugh Factory was, gave me spots all the time and then I said you know I'm, if I'm in a headline, I I said it's an hour show. I can't. So th- these twenty minute spots aren't, uh, they're fine. But I I don't I need to know what it feels like to do an hour, which believe me is completely different than twenty minutes. So he said okay. So then he gave me a show. I mean he couldn't have been nicer, and um, he's always been a great friend to me. So that's how I started, and now it's. so I worked on it for another year or so, and and in the meantime I was like, uh, opening. Or uh, hosting shows with like people from Saturday Night Live, and then and then I started co-headlining, and then I started headlining, and then I've been doing that for 15 years now. So,
0: so most of us, when we see comedy, when we see you, when we see anyone on stage, we're seeing people who have worked on this for a very long time, and you just oh, assume yeah, forever. Yeah, it's got to. It must have come easy <laughs> to you. It must have just been natural. But that process is not. So help us understand what that process is actually like on practicing, on getting good, on working well, on it. it
1: <clears throat> Well, first of all, you know they say your name and then you got to get up on stage. My heart would be pounding in my chest. People said, "Well, you were on Saturday Night Live and everything." Yeah, that's true, but you're rehearsing and you're doing a sketch with other people. It's and that could be nerve-wracking, but it was different. Stand up, you get on stage, it's just you, and and you're staring at a room full of people, and now you have to make them laugh. And then you would you'll tell a joke. In the beginning, you know you say something funny and they laugh, and then they stop. You're not, you, you don't really know what you're doing, and then they stop laughing, and you're like, oh, another one? Like, that's what was going on in my head. So then I would do another one, and they'd laugh, and then they would just stop. And I'm like, the... so the first thing you do, you start learning, like, how can I get in any kind of a rhythm, or what is a rhythm? And, I mean, even <clears throat> just that. And first of all, the first thing you have to do is, like, you have to figure out like who who you are on stage. In other words, m- most comics, um, it, it's an exaggerated version of their personality. I mean, they're not the same when they're up there performing as they are off stage because you'd be insane. And um, you, so you got to go. Well, am I going to be do like a character or me or what? I don't know. You have to figure it out, you know, and. So for me, I'd already been you know performing for years. So I thought, well, what am? I, who am I on stage? Because at first you start, you've never done it. So at first you start. You've noticed the beginning comics. They're they're trying to talk like they're like what they think a standup sounds like. It's like a stereotype of a stand-up, and they talk real fast and loud, and they're kind of covering uh, themselves. They rush because you know they don't want to give the audience a chance to not laugh and that, anyway they don't there's just starting and that's what they everyone does i did that and then i thought well i sound i don't sound like me so then i realized i'm going to talk like i do on talk shows cuz i would go on talk shows and you'd have to tell the, uh, the host of you know, david letterman show or whoever it was there's a producer and you do a pre-interview and and when you're a comedian on those shows like Le- especially Letterman he'd say they go they'd say to you listen he doesn't uh, it's a talk show but for him it's a comedy show so you need to be funny and you need you need to write your interview like it, it's it's not it's
0: that's so funny to hear cuz all of us think it's so spontaneous no, when you're watching it no it's not spontaneous it, no. at all
1: and if if you ever watched his show when somebody would go off of it unless he asked you a question that, that was spontaneous if you went off of it you, he you could see him getting really mad
0: Wow really?
1: yeah, and then he would just cut the interview and and so I always liked him he was great for me I'm not complain but he you could just see it I knew what the process was and I could tell people are going off and he's like he would just get real quiet he goes, all right, we'll be right back and they'd be gone Wow and so <clears throat> if they weren't funny, he'd be pissed because he's like, hey, you're here I, I put you on the show be, your job is to be funny." So I, you'd work a lot on your interview. And you set up the questions and answers. And then he goes over it and he goes, everything's fine. Or he likes this, but don't say this. Or this is fine. Or, but pretty much he liked everything I did. And and he's playing the straight man. And so he just sets you up. He would just set you up perfectly, I remember. Because he, he didn't tip the joke or anything, meaning he didn't give away, like, what he's going to say, like, one... I was doing a bunch of silly jokes, and then I had him say, "You know," he goes, "You're just nuts," and, uh, but I I had him say that, and then I say, "And you booked me," and so he didn't, but he did it like he was just saying it spontaneously, like yeah, man, you're it's just, almost
0: like he turned the interview into a yeah, double he's like, act. Yeah, you're just
1: nuts, and I go, and you booked me, yeah, and he he set me up perfect, and. um but anyway, so you have so I thought that's why I'll be on stage. And then you have to learn how to use the microphone and because it at first I would talk too loud, even though I'd done a lot of theater, I felt like, well, I gotta fill the room with my voice, and you go, well, No, no, I have a mic. You can whisper on the thing and they'll hear you. Yeah. And so and 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 that takes a long time, how to use the microphone and and you can use it, you know, with the volume and different things and, and how you talk. And then there's um <coughs> you know then your act is like, well, what do you want to talk about and what's your point of view? And, and uh, Dana Carvey helped me a lot and he said, you know, just go up there and have fun and there's no rules. And what I finally learned was you're, you're presenting your personal sense of humor. And if you do that, you'll stick out. And, and then uh, the other thing I noticed was the more I, I was myself on stage instead of not so much doing jokes, but just saying how I really thought and what I really thought about things, the more they'd laugh. And the more I put my personality into my act, the more they'd laugh. And and sometimes I would just think, this is just bizarre. I'm not even trying to be funny. You just naturally. I'm just are. being sincere. Well, I sincere with emotion, and and I go, well, this is, I don't, I was talking about whatever, and I go, I don't get it, and, you know, and they start laughing, and it's very odd.
0: Well, it seems to have worked for you. Yeah,
1: Yo, it works. It's great. Yeah. I, lo- I love it now.
0: That's great. Now, a lot of us remember you from not only movies, but a lot of guest-starring roles that you've had on a ton of different shows. Out of all the ones that you've done, which one stands out in your mind for being great, and which one stands out for just being terrible?
1: Well, nat- or maybe they were all great. none of them were terrible.
0: Great. That's good.
1: <laughs> but that's because, you know, I always give credit to the writers. They write you a really funny part, and, and they cast me. I don't, I don't know. I, I enjoyed... Doing it, I mean, uh, I did Friends and Seinfeld. They were like the number one and two show. I did those the same week. and
0: You did those the same week? Yeah. Was that the week you were the high chef on Friends? Right. In like the second season?
1: No, it was the, it was actually the first season. Was it? Well, I, I grew up with Lisa Kudrow's family. Her brother Dave is my best friend. So I've known Lisa since she's five. And so I knew her. And then I did a movie called Mr. Destiny uh, in 1988 with Courtney Cox. So now it's 94, 1994, and they both called me at home and said, hey, um, we're on this show. Can you guest star on it? I said, all right, well, let me think about it. So And then I watched the show, and it was the first season of Friends, and it had just started. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a phenomenon yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe I saw the third or fourth show, and I called um, Lisa's brother David. I said, hey, have you seen Lisa's show? I go, I think it's cute. It's funny. He goes, I don't know. I go, well, I think it's good. So and then I thought, well, it'd be fun for Lisa's parents to see us together. So I said, yeah, I'll do it. So that so I did it. And then um, and then so we rehearsed like that week, and then we we're going to shoot it on a Monday. And and on Sunday, the day before, Larry David called me, and asked me to be on Seinfeld th- that week. And I said, well, I'm doing Friends. He goes, well, all right. I go, I, I'm sh- shooting it Monday or Tuesday, so I can't. Start till later. He goes, all right, that's all right. I said, okay, yeah, that'd be fun. And he told me the part. It was really funny. So uh, he said, oh, it's a guy that he finds out he has cancer, and everyone's nice to him, and then he finds out he doesn't have cancer, but he decides not to tell anyone because he likes everyone being nice to him. So I said, well, that's the sickest, funniest thing I ever heard. Yeah, I'll do that. So, so um, and then I got back to friends, and then the producers found out I was doing Seinfeld, and they were all pissed.
0: They were on the same network though, weren't they? Uh,
1: Yeah, but they go, oh, we were gonna, you know, promote you and as a big deal. I was like the first famous guest star they had on Friends. Yeah. But anyway, I did the show. I did them both that same week, and it was it was fun. And then by the time the Friends episode aired, it was a huge phenomenon. So I I remember they acted like I was doing them a favor, but by the time it came out, it was like they did me a favor. And then like I had to beg them to come back on. It was like nine years later. Were you the and same character? I couldn't get character? on it. of I saw Marta Kaufman at something. I go, and i like on my knees. I go, please, I need to get back on TV. Can you like put me on again? Remember I did you guys a f- favor. It was a favor at the time. It really was. Yeah. Because the show was wasn't nothing. known. It was just starting. Which is hard to comprehend. And she's like, yeah, you can be on it. I went, oh. And I, I have a feeling my agent never mentioned it to him or anything. Because she was like, yes, of course, yes. I loved
0: your second And then second I was appearance. on it again. I was like, what? It was, it was uh, eighth or ninth season? It was one yeah, of the my ninth. favorite guest appearances. Well, it was the same.
1: It was the same character. Yeah. But the weird thing was, it was the week they were renegotiating on how much, many shows they were going to come back for the next, the final season. And Courtney said, "Sorry, we can't hang out with you, but we're like in the middle of this." But I think they must have said, "Don't talk to him." Like nobody. I didn't see the executive producers. Like the executive producers of a show, they're, they're the ones that give you notes all week on on the performance. It's their job. I didn't see him till Friday. And I hadn't worked in so long, and so finally, we're shooting the show. I didn't seem to the taping of the show, and I hadn't worked in a long time, so I'm, I'm there. All my scenes were with Jennifer Aniston, and I, 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 I was really nervous, and I was like, and I was mad that I was nervous, because I thought, I, because I was thinking, I was mad at my age, and like, God, I haven't worked in so long, this is ridiculous. So I did the scene, and, the, and then they gave me notes. And in my head, I'm thinking, "Oh, now you show up, yeah, nice. I've been here all week, and they're saying all this stuff." And then Jennifer was great. She goes, "She goes, just just do what you've been doing all week. You've been brilliant." And I went, "Oh," which you know, I'm not bragging, but it, when she said that, it, it it made me it took all my nervousness away and made me feel confident. And I go, "Oh, oh, yeah." Well, it's and then a great we did it, scene. and then it, you know, it worked.
0: Oh, it worked so well. It's it it really is. But One she of my was she's really episodes. nice,
1: and it was it was. Uh, yeah, I was. Glad. She actually, when she said that, it really helped because I was so nervous. Which you you wouldn't think I would be, but but I was.
0: That's hard to comprehend. Well, we hope you're not nervous this weekend at <laughs> No, Comedy I Works won't self. be. I love
1: it doing it. I know what I'm doing.
0: It's it's going to be so awesome to see you in a in a different way than so many of us are used to on stage at Comedy Works South Thursday Friday Saturday you've got uh, two shows on Saturday which is great news John Lovitz thanks for coming in and talking to us today my pleasure.